I mean, I stepped on stage twice. I think my last prep uh, was probably the best one. I looked amazing my last prep, but I didn't end up stepping on stage yeah. because of horrible like tendon issues with my knees. What'd you do to um, the knees? Well, it got to the point where I was just doing a lot of high intensity stuff. Um, like I would do a hit workout every single morning. Yeah. So like. I did P90X3 all through high school. I don't even know what that is. High intensity. Really? Cardiovascular training. That's what I did since I was 16. Hit workouts. Yeah. <clears throat> Jump around with weights. Yeah, exactly. And this last prep, it was just, I wasn't really taking care of my joints. I wasn't taking collagen. Um, I really wasn't doing the proper mobility work. And it got to the point where like, if I was like sitting down, my knees would hurt. I wouldn't even have to do anything and my knees would hurt. Yeah. Awesome. So another episode of Adversity King. Special guest today, Charlotte Shar. Shar. Help you me can with call the me last Char. name. <laughs> Tree Carton. Tree Carton. Let's just start there. What, what's what the nationality? Where's That's the just name? English. Just English. Yeah, just plain English. There's like a like Tree Carton farm. Yeah, out in England. Okay. I don't know if it's my family. This is the first time I've met somebody that's like, I'm pure English. I'm yes, like, well, the? that's the last name. I'm actually okay. po half Polish. There's a lot of Polish in this area. There is. I know. Now, can you speak any Polish? I used to be able to. My parents made me go to Polish school for like the first like seven years of my life through high school and then into, uh yeah actually so you've grown up illinois yep grew up in the suburbs in lagrange went to polish school in westmont but like also american school like yeah. normal school yeah, yeah. um and then graduated from high school down in lagrange and then i moved up into the northern suburbs is it lagrange high school lyons township okay is the one that's in lagrange so and then your parents did they start here or did they start in england and poland yeah well, my dad was born here. His parents from England. My mom came from Poland. Okay. And then they met in a restaurant in one of the suburbs. And then they got together and what did they, they had do? my mom. Well, she was a financial advisor. She passed away when I was 12. So it's been 10 years now. Wow. Yeah. And you then me asking how cancer. Wow. What type mm -hmm. of cancer? Stomach cancer. Wow. But not genetic, which okay. is good. Yeah, so that's good. And then my dad, he was into like design engineering for um, big like facilities like the Mars facility, yeah. oil facilities, stuff like that, designing that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and he retired in like 2005 or no, 2010 ish, 2012. Right. Like when my mom passed away so he could be with me and my sister. Yeah. And he's just been like doing trading and stuff stock market stuff yeah and we just live off dividends like it's awesome you know yeah. like when you get to that point so where how old is he then he is like 65 and how old are you i'm 22 so they wow. had us late okay but that was good and yeah i see that and i like respect that that yeah. they had us when they were really financially stable me That's and my sister yeah you know there's i think it was better to do it that way than yeah. have kids in your 20s you're still figuring stuff out yeah until you're, you know, ready to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So obviously you're close with your dad then. Um, it's been, you know, interesting. I yeah. would say, I think growing up, I was really into like bodybuilding yep. and I'm sure, you know, this. what got you into bodybuilding? I think it was once my mom passed away, like I got really focused into other things and bodybuilding just became it was one like of an them. emotional outlet. Kind of. Yeah. And just like doing anything was an emotional outlet, yeah. like clubs and doing really good at school and then lifting was and it yoga. Was it pretty hard on you? Like, were you pretty like comprehensive at that age? I understood. I mean, you're going into like seventh grade. Yeah. That was. So if you think about a middle schooler, right, they're mature enough to understand. Yeah. Right. That their parent is gone. That's it. But 
there's obviously a lot of ways to cope with that. Yeah. And I think how I coped with that was probably like going out and doing as much as I could and not just like coming into my shell, like yeah. emotionally, you know, being shut down. Not I'm, like going out like because I, like I, you know, had a kind of a you know, right. rough childhood. Yeah. But my go like my coping was like being a psycho and like doing a lot of bad things. Oh, no. Are, no. OK, you're just saying like, <laughs> yeah. more like socially exploring. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just being friends with people, doing really good at school. Yeah. Focusing on like the right things, I guess. Um, I, it's so curious. I'm so curious on like how you at such a young age decided to use the emotional outlet in like a positive way. I have no way. idea. It's so odd because Did you I, pray a lot? Were no. you spiritual? Was your dad? No, like, not at all. Was there it, any guidance for like, did it hit mm -mm. him really hard? Where was he like more reserved? I never even had someone like emotionally to be able to go to for that. Yeah. Which is even the weirder thing. No therapist? Thing. Mm -mm, not even after that happened. I had a therapist before it even happened. Oh, okay. Like, and, and that was like a, a support group for other kids yeah. who had parents with cancer. Um, but after that, it was, okay, I'm going to be middle school class president. Okay, straight A's. Okay, student council. And then high school, same thing. Cheerleading captain, like straight A's, yeah. part of all the clubs. Um, and just kind of like taking the so, time. I So the reason I'm like really like ultra curious mm -hmm. is I dated a girl. And she lost her mom 10 or 11 and her brother was like 12. He ended up taking his life like two years ago. Oh, my God. And I feel like and then I worked for for a gentleman and his mom died. I want to say cancer or some type of illness related mm -hmm. around the same same age, like middle school. And like he's he's cool now. He's like my best friend. Oh, and, wow. Uh, but he like I don't think I've ever seen him cry. You know what I mean? Like, right. Guys, you know, we pride ourselves on like never cry at all. You know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> at the same time, it's more like he actually like. I mean, I'm somewhat, I can relate to it a lot too as well, but like just absolutely like emotionless. He's like yes. kind of like a weird mute. So I don't know if like, I feel yeah. like parental deaths, especially mother for a young male might be a little different than for like a young. I think I went that same emotionless route. Yeah. Like not allowing that to affect me Because there's all. not much that really like messes with me. Like I really don't right. cry about it. Like I'm honestly kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> something, somebody will say something horrible and I might like laugh a little. Like not like intentionally i think yeah. maybe it's like i developed it as like a young kid of going through so much shit yeah of like i just respond with how like, you cope with those laugh. little things you know what I mean? exactly exactly those hardships yeah. so i think now i'm 22 and i'm like trying to get a therapist well i've had a couple it's so hard to find a good therapist i know but at the same time it's like you really have to go out there and actually yeah just try i don't them. think you need to i think and this is my personal opinion Obviously, you need somebody with some level of experience and education, but I don't think they always necessarily need to have the title therapist mm -mm. or certi certification of being a therapist to be therapeutic. But you do need someone to go to on a consistent basis yes. to be able to go through any traumas that yes. you had, because that's a thing that you work through and it doesn't take like, hey, Tristan, I want to talk to you about something. And it's that one time yeah. because when you have a friend that you go to, you can't be unloading that like weekly. And you it's know? hard because with them not being prepared or right again, that's where I feel like education is key, where it's like you can educate individuals to an extent of like, here's specifically what you're going to be doing as a therapist. Right. Um, but there's bias with friends as well. Yeah, exactly. So I think that can kind of deter from that. So now I'm trying to deal with these things from yeah. like my childhood. Um, and that was the only thing I feel like other than that, I grew up very like my I grew up in a very white neighborhood, yeah. like upper middle class. Yeah, my yeah. school was great. Like, all throughout that, 
that was perfect. But it was just like this one thing that I went through and maybe it did shape how'd me your, in a How many siblings way. did you have? I have one little sister. Okay. She's two years younger than me. And how did it affect her? I think harder. Yeah. Because she's definitely more on the emotional side. Yeah. Um, she called like, you know, an empath, quote unquote, yeah. you know, um, I don't really identify with that, but I think yeah. she might more so. Um, and I don't know if, have you heard that term before? Yeah. Where they, you know, they say they're more emotional. They can understand other people's emotions yeah. much deeper. So I think for her, it hit her a little bit harder, but I couldn't really relate to her. Yeah. I'm like a work path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same here. Sympathy, empathy. Yeah. And it's like, what about us weirdos that like, really don't care about oh <laughs> like, I just want to work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So for her, it was different, but yeah. I wasn't there for her. So like basically for Are the you last guys close we're just finally getting to be friends. Okay. So it took us eight years. What, what was the separator? I was into lifting. I was doing my own thing. I kind of was like me. That's it. I'm going to focus on me. Do yeah. me and like do what I need to do to succeed. Went to college. Didn't really talk to her for the first two years. And then COVID happened. Yeah. And then we got a puppy and it like brought love into our family for the first time yeah. in 10 years. It's crazy what like an animal can do. Yes. Right. For a family. So that's when I started to be more open with my sister and my dad and it took having a dog and me being home from covid yeah. to like force us to all be together which was so interesting what kind of dog it's a little mini poodle her name oh, is lucy she's the cutest is it thing like ever one of the hypoallergenic ones like the mm -hmm. feels different than your typical dog well fur. she's just really cute curly yeah. fur yeah, she's purebred yeah. like she's adorable what color? um it's like a little like a reddish copper okay. color She's just so, the cutest thing so ever. What did your, did your sister get into any type of sports or like what were her hobbies? She or? followed a similar path that I did. Okay. Um, cheerleading. She tried some other sports along the way. Lots of clubs also. Yeah. Um, but just, we were never close. She was two years younger than me. Yeah. Um, and I think if you, do you have any siblings? Yeah. Is there any sibling rivalry or anything like that? Uh, maybe a little bit growing up, you know, between me and my little sister, but other than Is it that, just a sister? I got some half siblings out there. Any brothers? Yes, but uh, he was like so okay. much older that like, yeah, I have he didn't. No okay, yeah. gotcha. So with probably me, a bunch of siblings out there. On my dad's <laughs> side, were, there's probably like thirty thousand like kids out there. Oh like, my, that's they a lot. They could probably make a Netflix documentary on my dad. Oh my god, yeah. did you see that Netflix documentary? The kid, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch it, it yet, but, but like, it looks good. One of the guys here was telling me he's like, apparently this dude was like messing with all the. It was what are those places called where you go and you donate sperm? This the donation center. Is that what it's, it's just I, generally called the donation center? No, I'm so assuming. The donation center It's like, oh, okay, what type? Of, so apparently this guy was messing with uh, the sperm there for oh, the donors yeah. and like That's making it all his own, mm -hmm. right? And so it's like there's like hundreds of kids out there that are his. So messed up. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Because I heard there's a lawsuit of like almost like rape. Now, is that... I don't know. I, I think it's messed up for sure. Yeah. Because people are expecting these kids to be right from a certain yeah. sperm not from random guys so i don't know i think it's interesting i have definitely had considered you know donating my own eggs for yeah. purposes of you know people being able to have a family yes i don't know rape that's a little bit much i think there's a different um a different term for what he did yeah. but not that i think i would definitely seek even from like the, i'm trying to try to look at you know perspectives just multiple perspectives I'm like, yeah as a guy i probably would like if there was something injected or put into me that i did not know right. what was put into me and i was told it was something else mm -hmm. i feel like it's like that false advertising i'm trying to probably <laughs> go down th that route right exactly like, hey, look, that's false <clears throat> advertisement now wait when's your birthday october october so i'm a libra? libra same 
I don't really identify with that though. I don't study those things. Me neither. Yeah, I know a lot of people who know. do and they're like, oh, you're a Libra. Yeah, I uh-huh. almost like try to avoid people that like, like when somebody's like, what's your Zodiac? Like if a, g- a girl ever says it, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to talk to you. You probably have some preconceived notions about like what I am. That's what I think. Like, oh, they know I'm a Libra. They're probably I like, thinking I act like this. I feel like they're all the same. It's like today you're going to experience a little bit of happiness, but then you're going to also be a little sad. I'm like, that's every fucking person. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> you can have your own life and be who you are without identifying with your Zodiac. Yeah. I do, however, sometimes with the moon cycle, the yeah. full moon, they do say that having a full moon changes how people act yeah and it's because you think so well think about it when the moon cycle affects the tide yeah you that is pure fact yeah yeah okay and if the moon affects the tide that means it affects the water and we're 70 percent water yeah so somehow i think it does have some sort of pull on humans just because of that fact alone so like when it's a full moon i might be like six foot i can get away with saying <laughs> uh maybe you wish <laughs> right it adds an extra <laughs> inch or two moon's giving me an inch. <laughs> but i think that maybe what it does is just affect our uh, how we are emotionally That's a good pickup line. hey it's a full moon tonight i got an extra inch oh god please don't use that <laughs> please don't that's not good no i would not i would not fall for that it's like definitely not talking to yeah definitely <laughs> so growing up mm-hmm. you went from high school to college what college you go to u of i urbana champagne so big illini big okay. 10 yeah then, it was my only choice i had no other choices so were there any scholarships or anything with with your sports or you just went in no i just went in i oh. quit cheerleading my senior le- year to pursue fitness for me I wanna, yeah i want to get back into the fitness because you, i've looked at some pics you were pretty cut up thank you, know you. I mean? like you yeah great. i compete well i lifted from the age of 15 and i still lift yeah but like i seriously lifted from like 15 to 21 and what really inspired that like was there anybody? my friend brought me to the gym one day for the first time ever like our local charter fitness yeah and I started on the elliptical, just like a normal girl in the gym. Yeah. I went over to like the machine section, tried that out a little bit, saw some guys, you know, doing the weight section. And yeah. there was one girl in the weight section who was like lifting heavy ass weight. Yeah. And she inspired me so much. And she she actually looked like me too. Yeah. Um, people thought that we were sisters. And she just kind of was someone for me that was like, okay, I want to be squatting a plate. Yeah. Okay. I want to be benching like her. So I saw her lifting and I was like, okay, I, I want to do that too. What's your most proud moment in your fitness career? Oh my goodness. Um, that's hard because I wouldn't even say stepping on stage is like my proudest moment ever. I don't know because competing was, there were a lot of ups and downs. Part of me wishes that I hadn't competed and that I just continued on my fitness journey, just lifting and doing me because I was shredded without competing. Once I brought competing into that, it added a lot of, you know, toxicity to the sports. And I don't know if you've heard that before. One of my one of my top managers here, he he competed and he told me and even to this day, like he doesn't like it's almost like I have to beg him to come work out. Really? And Does he not work out anymore? Not not really, but I think it's more from like the toxicity of him. Like mm-hmm. basically like he was like just yoked, cut up in that click. But it was like almost like body dysmorphia, but like times 10 or something. Because like, <laughs> he said he reached like this, this insane like peak mm-hmm. where it's like, and it was like for a couple hours or something when you get up because then your body starts right. to adjust and change. 
but like you see what the body is capable of and you're like to maintain it is almost damn it's impossible. impossible i'm gonna show you a picture of them okay like, do that is that it's it was not the body dysmorphia it's more so the fact that i was dieting for like four years now he said that was a big issue too is like if he would go to cheat he could not shut it off because yeah. of the dieting was so hard and tristan oh, really i was on campus oh my god so he was on stuff too yeah but <laughs> when, when guys try to tell me like and he's really open about it and he knows yeah like, like yeah a shit of course about it and he's like but when other guys are like, no, I'm just going to work hard and get there. I was like, dude, I've worked really mm-hmm. fucking hard since like I was like 14, but 15 years old. But you're pretty buff. Yeah, but I also basically run a little bit of tests. Do so you really? I just started running a little bit of No tests. way. I, nice. I just said that on the podcast. Nobody, nobody knows, but nobody really fucking listens. But I went and I have normal test levels, mm-hmm. but I was... I was I was working out since 15 years old, yeah. hardcore regimen, mm-hmm. disciplined, 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 and I'm like the like the, it was one or the other. It was like I either get really lean mm-hmm. and I'll be 145 pounds, mm-hmm. or I can get up to 185 and not be lean and feel slow. And I was like, okay, is this just genetic or this that whatever? How old are be. you? 23. Okay. 23. So it's like some people are like, well, you're young. Well, it's like, well, I work through a doctor. So it's like okay. I do quarterly blood work. I work through a doctor. We go over my like we go over each level. It's uh, mm-hmm. I subcontract subcontract through a company that connects me with a doctor, and I think I'm doing like 200 milligrams a week. What I always tell people when they ask me that because I did SARMs, I ran SARMs, and that's all I did, and then yeah. I did Clen also, but yeah. that's like a female yes based, you know, yep. whatever. I don't I wouldn't even call it a you know a steroid. Um, but I ran SARMs, and people would ask me about SARMs, and people would ask me about tests, and I dated a guy who I literally would like rub his butt after he injected. Yeah. You know, like I was, I really understood what was going on. Yeah. In that sort of like bodybuilding injections, all the different types of steroids, and what I tell people, I'm like, you don't need anything until your natural levels start to decrease. Yeah. And that's when you can start to supplement that. So I'm, I don't know about your blood work. Maybe you just yeah. want an extra little boost. I honestly, it's more of the, I think it's, it's this internal thing inside mm-hmm. of me. Like it kind of corresponds with, with the alter ego with like that small, cause I, I really don't have much. There's not really any pride there that I exert out into the external world, but internally, you know, like I see myself as like, just a king like it's a killer and i'm just like <laughs> i hold myself to this high standard i never portray myself that way i, I really don't care to you know what i mean i sure. don't need any external fulfillment but for like the standard i hold myself to and then just from studies like i do a, i do a lot of studying i listen to a guy who's like more plates more dates on on youtube Derek. Oh, i've not heard of that and he breaks down everything like all the chemicals anything natural anything like supplements and things like that and i'm like 50 years ago the average testosterone levels were twice is what they are now. I'm not even surprised by that. Twice. And really just all hormonal levels in general because it's not like just males are being attacked. It's male and female. And then you throw in birth control and things like that. Like it, when you attack the hormones, you completely attack the human being. You know what I mean? When you Mm -hmm. start, so I tell people it's like, if I am going to go on one side, I'm going to lean towards having higher levels. Right. Opposed to having lower levels, which is just already. It's going to make you more of a man, right? Of who we would be. And it really just, and it, I think people don't realize of like how destructive it is to be less than, you know what I mean? Like on mm-hmm. any, I think every human being should be checked and I think you should be, I'd want to be a step above, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I think it, it combats overall health issues to have the higher energy to just have right. the higher recovery and things like that. If anything, I'm glad you're just doing tests. There's no need to branch oh into any of the other steroids. Connor was, tells me all uh, like about, he's like the best 
is trem like tremble like trembolone, but he's like it's I've also the so danger, like the most things. dangerous. Yeah, like it's rough on the liver. He's yeah. like, absolutely destructive on the liver. I wish I could bring. You don't want to get the man the nipples. Yeah. Oh my god, that that looks scary. <laughs> yeah. So and then, but it's cool, you know, talking to these guys that like actually know their shit and like connected with doctors mm-hmm. and things like that, of of, like going over different things with like. I think people should educate themselves more on it, opposed to just assuming everything's steroids. I have some people that are like overboard and they'll just get into everything. And then some people are like just highly assumptive and they're like, oh, steroids. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's not technically steroids, it's yeah. testosterone. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like taking melatonin and saying, you know, all your melatonin you is steroid. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, so it's like it, you're just replacing a natural chemical right. or you're building up to. Right. But, um, what else did I want? Back to the fitness thing, Back the bodybuilding thing. thing. Yeah. I'm thinking of all the things Connor Connor's told me. I mean, when I so basically the whole bodybuilding thing, I did it peak moment, probably deadlifting like I don't was it 315? Was that my peak deadlift? I think so. 315 was I think that was my highest deadlift. Is that your like most one. proud accomplishment? Probably. Like I'm more proud of that than cutting because cutting was just such a horrible experience to get on stage yeah like and i competed throughout what did some of that look like my yeah th- i competed my first time my freshman year and that was i was in a dorm i was eating dorm food for my cut yeah so if you think about like the calories that i'm taking in did you count calories and macros or did you like look at the to, quality of the food i had to look at it had to be calories and macros so there was a lot of protein powder there was a lot of supplements and like if I could, if I had to go get chicken from the local grocery store and cook it in my dorm basement in the kitchen, that's communal there like once a week and cook like, you know, the, you know, the big like 10 pound chicken breast that you get at Walmart. Yeah. yeah that's what I would have to do every week. Just be able to get my protein without a ton of extra sodium. Dude, I tried, I did tough. when I first started working. In the So not only did I start running a little bit of tests like seven or eight months ago. Okay. So if you, if you just look, people are like, you look way bigger. I'm like. Well, I got it. I did two things. I got a nutritionist. And oh, yeah. So I was like, you know, mix both. And it's mm-hmm. like just game over. But I was eating chicken for the first quarter and I started gagging towards like the end, like like the, that last month. Can you not eat it anymore? Are you? I haven't had it really pretty much since. What, Unless I like at a restaurant. What did that to me was fish, tilapia. For my first prep, I had to do two meals of tilapia. How long did you plain. last? I had to make, okay, maybe it was like three months. It three was basically until like the entire thing. Like, yeah. But like think about only tilapia twice a day. Yeah, and I, I the only thing I could do it. Now I had, I, st- I start the day. I've always done four meals with the nutritionist. Okay. I do, uh, I've done ground bison. And I'm done, I'm done with ground meat right now. I'm like right there. So what are you eating? I'm doing uh, a chicken sausage right now, which oh is probably God. like probably not the healthiest. But I'm waiting to get some elk. Okay. So I'm gonna go to elk for breakfast. I'll do six ounces of uh, elk to start the day, mm-hmm. or bison. I'll I'll get into, and then I do I think 100 grams of avocado. Okay. And then I end the day with with carbs in the same deal. 250. Gr- I eat a lot of carbs right now. That's good. 250 times three, I think. That's good. You don't ever need to be scared of carbs. People are so afraid of I eating know. carbs. There's this old man though that's ripped at my gym and he's on keto. Oh my God. He's like I don't think that's necessary. I think that's a little bit. I feel like it, I'm like, I've tried like a couple days and I'm like, I feel like sick. I feel like dead. I mean, you probably like get really lean. I'm sure you lose a lot of water weight. Yeah. But I think you need carbs. I don't think you, I've heard the, He's I've heard the argument nuts. for keto, yeah. but I don't think it's really necessary Joe to do Joe Rogan all that. is doing that kind of right now, but he mixes fruits, which are high in like natural sugars. Yeah. So I don't know how that affects ketosis. I don't know. 
So you deadlifted 315. Was there anything else you were really proud about or anything else really hard with like details with the cutting? Um, no, not really. I mean, I stepped on stage twice. I think my last prep uh, was probably the best one. I looked amazing my last prep, but I didn't end up stepping on stage yeah. because of horrible like tendon issues with my knees. What'd you do to um, the knees? Well, it got to the point where I was just doing a lot of high intensity stuff. Um, like I would do a hit workout every single morning. Yeah. So like I did P90X3 all through high school. I don't even know what that is. High intensity. Really? Cardiovascular training. That's what I did since I was 16. Hit workouts. Yeah. <clears throat> Jumping around with weights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this last prep, it was just, I wasn't really taking care of my joints. I wasn't taking collagen. Um, I really wasn't doing the proper mobility work. And it got to the point where like, if I was like sitting down, my knees would hurt. I wouldn't even have to do anything and my knees would hurt. Yeah. Jumping jacks would hurt. You know, walking would hurt my knees. I'm like, dude, I'm 21. I should not have these knee issues. Yeah. So I quit bodybuilding right then and there. I was like, I'm not doing the show anymore. And I switched to long distance cycling because that's a lot lower impact yeah. on your knees. Yeah. So I literally did not touch a weight for like three months after that. Okay. So it's like it was complete switch yeah. 180. And that was like the best decision I ever made because I wanted to be on the road. Like I always was so passionate about cycling because I taught cycling all through high school or through college um, and at the end of high school. Like the sweat cycling classes yeah. with all the girls. Yeah, there's guys, guys in like it. Do you guys each other or no. something? I've always seen them it's, like... You should join sometime. Oh, I don't know. I, I've it's always great seen them, like, for leg building. For real? Leg Are building? You, yes, yes. I got to build the legs. I want, I always. That's I, what I tell the guys. I'm like, hey, if you want bigger quads, which I know you do. Oh, absolutely. You got to take a cycle absolutely. class. I like always get torn. I'm like, should I just hit chest or should I just hit legs? Because there's some guys <laughs> like they got a big upper body and yeah. some guys they just got big ass legs and like i don't know but the perfect balance definitely mm -hmm, for sure good. so i switched to cycling and the long distance cycling was amazing i found a team it was a polish team too okay. and they cycled out of uh skokie um and we did like 40 milers 30 milers yeah. a couple times a week and i loved it That's and sick. then i got back into lifting at the end of the summer so how long have you been back to lifting then um since last august or september and I see you're up early. I'll be up mm -hmm. early. And I'm like, oh, she's I'm a morning person. So yeah. When did you? You've always been a morning person. Ever since I was in freshman year of high school. Same. Five a.m. It's like when it started for me. Five a.m. Gym, school. Five a.m. Gym, work. Whatever yes. it is, like that's kind Same. of the. There's times when I've been an afternoon gym. Like I'll have a phase for like a month or yeah. two where Same. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do the evening gym, yeah. and then it'll always come back to the morning just because it works out There's best. There's so many like kids in the way. I'll find I, like when I, I know. and like. I know it's so busy at 5 p.m. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not that big. Uh, how are these little kids like they need to just stay at home and work out until they are you serious? They like earn it. But also with me and your like our work schedule, we work into the evenings. Yeah. Now, at least. Yeah, exactly. So it just makes sense to work out in the mornings. Yep. Um, but yeah, I get to the office at like eight and then I'm at the office until like eight and then I go home and sleep and that's it. For now, most days. Now, what uh, brokerage are you working at right now? I am with Equus now, Financial. I just, I just heard, uh, speak of Connor again, he was, he had he had not heard of Equus and I overheard him doing an interview with somebody. And he was really? Like, they were like, where do you work now? And they, and I think it was, I think it was Equus and I think they were in Nebraska. So they were probably at a different office. Yeah. Different agency. They, they were, they were, you know, just asking around and I heard in the background, I was like, I've heard of Equus. I've heard of it a few times, but now, you know. Ring, yeah rings a bell. it's been good i just do insurance to bring in capital for my business yes like that's it and what all are your businesses you got them i have my cups. charge arms yeah yes. so my water bottle Waving accessory business water bottle this accessories. is pretty dope too thank like you it's detailed it's i'll fun. see it on your story and i'm like now you have access to a 3d printer 
I used to 3D print. I was like, I 3D printed because I, oh, sorry. You probably couldn't hear me. I 3D printed because I needed a a way to figure out how to even make my hooks. Okay. Like that was the first challenge. How are these, how am I going to create it? Yeah. So I got on my CAD software. I learned how to do it all. And I printed out some hooks and that was the first step. And then I was like, okay, I found a better way to do this. So I don't 3D print them anymore. But so how do you? like build this like how's it I, all so together? i make the hook myself okay okay i and then i put an adhesive on it i sell the hook separately i sell the, What's the hook the hook it's yeah. a basically made in a mold okay. but i make so it, it ho- yeah it do ho- you want to look at it where's it hook on to it hooks onto my water bottle okay the heart the heart yeah that's, but okay, we have a okay. bunch of different shapes so it's called char charms okay. for anyone wondering that's my business okay um i just expanded does s- the cup come separate yeah so we Do sell you make the cups yeah but you can put it on any cup so if you okay. have a blender bottle and yeah, you want to attach your airpods to it yes um or your lifetime key or just your uh you know your driver's keys you just stick a hook onto your water bottle and then you can attach stuff to it is that your favorite product that you have my water bottle accessories that you make the char charms that is i mean okay it's it's, or, or the that water was my, bottles itself. Like, which one do you like more? Well, the you can use any water bottle. It, my idea is water bottle accessories. Okay. So accessorizing your water bottle. Okay. And that was just an idea that came into my head one day. Um, I How had, long have you been doing it? Um, almost a year. But I launched last September. Now, have you raised any Mm-mm. capital through investors yet? Nope, not yet. So I've bootstrapped everything. It's just been me. Just learn that. Term. I went to a, a tech event yesterday, and they were like, yeah, we're bootstrapping this. You just learned and that. And I was like, what the fuck is bootstrapping? I was like, come to find out, I was like, I bootstrapped my whole life. Exactly. You know, just take what I make and put it back into my business. Exactly. There are companies that need investors. Oh, absolutely. But for something like this, it's like, all right, let's just get it going. Let's make some TikToks. Let's make some content and people will buy it. Yeah. So we're just now getting into some profitable months here, which is good. I yeah. say we're, but it's me. Um, well, <laughs> you do know. you have a team? Do you have No, okay. not yet. I'm hoping to. Yeah. You know, as we grow, I'll hire someone for fulfillment and then yeah. marketing because that's hard. Yeah. TikToks are hard for me. I got to connect you with this dude like knows everybody in Chicago and he's like, he's essentially a venture capitalist. I'm okay. pretty sure he is like a venture capitalist, but he, he's, he runs a podcast. I think yeah, he, I do know him. Cool with Landon. Yes. Yes. I, Landon. You saw me from, from Landon, his post. Exactly. Okay, I'm sitting here like, she got to get connected with Landon and I'm like, I'm saying it and I'm like, wait. I connect through so many people on Instagram. So have you spoken to Landon more though? Like you should talk a, a meeting bit. with him. Should I? Yeah. Okay, for sure. I will. Because he's if he can't point you in a direction, even if you I always think like more money is better. You know what I mean? Like even if you don't but even I don't need know an if investment I need, right now. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I have people who are on if, the Chicago Archangels. Yeah. Which is an angel investor group in the Chicago area. So like I think when I'm ready, I can I, take that step. I, I hired like an additional 10 or 15 people last month just off a couple extra grand into TikTok promotions. Wow. So I think of like, you know, you never know. A couple extra grand into TikTok promotions and you and you double your, you know, profits or just your exposure over a month. I think it adds up. You know yeah. what I mean? Year over year, month over month. We'll see. How do you choose, like, what is your favorite way to connect with people? Like new people. Instagram? I like in person. I've had the most long-term success with like an in-person, like, you know, hey, how are you? Mm. You know, if you're really just kind of going off the vibe. Okay. Like if it's just a unique person, I really get to know them first before I'm even thinking of trying to recruit them. Oh. I'm just more like, yeah. You know, I'm just like, they're a cool person. Right. I'd like exactly. to learn more about them. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that's that's my overall best way to network. You know what I mean? It's like I think the it's the relationships that I just find somebody unique and I want to learn more about them and just really genuine. It's like, hey, look, you're a cool ass person. Want to get to know you more. And if really, if there's anything I could do for you because you're so cool, I'd like to do something for you. Definitely. So that's that's awesome. I like that a lot. I have found just connecting through people. I meet so many more people on Instagram. I don't know why. I don't go to a bunch of networking events. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you attend a bunch of those, but Instagram. I got to get dragged out for them because I hate going <laughs> down in the city. Do you live in the city? No, I'm in the suburbs. Okay, so I, I don't go into the city at all. I hate going down in the city. Yeah, I know the you traffic. mentioned you don't like to party, right? No, I don't like to party. I really just don't like traffic. And I feel like. That's the only thing? Well, Take the train. I, no, I'm talking about. No, I'm definitely not getting on that train. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like people traffic. I don't like car traffic. I just don't like like waiting in crowds. Hmm. So I'm kind of like an introvert because it's like I don't hmm. want to be around a bunch of people. I don't okay. want to wait. So I'd rather just be like at the office. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's fine. You do you. Yes. I just don't go into the city because I don't have any need to. Yeah. At least for now. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. So college. What'd you go to college for? kinesiology so that's exercise science so i was in fitness yeah i was like okay this is the only thing i know i'll just go into fitness um didn't really know what i wanted to do with it freshman year i was like okay i don't want to be a physical therapist i don't want to be an occupational therapist and i probably don't want to be a personal trainer and those are like the only options yeah so i was kind of just going through the motions of that degree not really knowing what i was going to do and then once COVID hit i had this idea for my business i picked up my business minor and i was like okay business for sure um and then just switch to that i just graduated which is exciting literally last saturday so you got your bachelor's in a business minor yeah and then kinesiology yeah okay but you know i w- i loved school i was really good at it but once i realized that this degree is not going to mean anything or do anything it's kind of like okay i can get a couple bees now and like focus on my business yeah so that's kind of how my senior year went um you know, I've just been working all senior year at home, virtual. I don't really care about missing out on any of like the senior parties yeah. or anything like that. It's very like, okay, I'm here to grind and I know I can build something. Yeah. And that's what I'm really focused on. So, and that's why I surround myself with other people that are building, you know, yeah. like you, other entrepreneurship friends. So, are you part of any entrepreneur groups? Not like specifically. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not either. Not really. I know that there's like, I'm just friends with other entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's more so that way. Anyways. Yeah. I haven't heard of any groups. I want to put together like a, like a meetup, like once a month, more of like a, just like a chill. You should. I something. love meetups. It's just Landon's down. I want to like involve Landon and he's always in the city and I like don't want to go to the city. Maybe you'll have to just once a month. I like the suburbs. Then let's do something out here. I, that's what I'm trying let's to do. Let's drag like, all of them out of that's the city. I'm like, hey, I know there's way more people down here, but just just come on out for a day. You know what I mean? Definitely, it's, like, it's their turn to come yeah, into the suburbs. It's your turn. There's a lot of cool places in the suburbs too. Mm-hmm. There's little little places and shops and things like yeah. that that I found. Like, there's uh, if I do cheat, there's this pink ice cream place, Rainbow Cone. I have not heard of it. It's literally right down the road. It's insane. Hmm. It's insane. I'll have to I try know, it. If you like ice cream? I, I do. Know. That's many, awesome. Many people don't like don't not like ice cream. What is your favorite memory up until this point in life? Oh, my gosh. Um, Probably something to do with my maybe my first couple sales. Yeah. I've really seen, you know, how like with bodybuilding, you asked me, like, what's the peak of that? I can't really pinpoint that. I see so much more success and excitement with making sales, having success with my business. 
Um, so probably like getting my first Char Charms order, yep. you know, launching my store. Do you drop store. ship it? No, I make everything. It's all made. It's all. Well, like, I mean, like, don't, is there a way where like people can click like an ad or something? Cause I really don't even know what drop shipping means. Like, do you just like, I, my mind is just like people like people click a link. go to my website. So it's okay. like, you're going to go shop for a pair of shoes or Nike shoes. So right? it's all like through the website. Yeah. It's all through me for the website Okay. and they place an order and I ship it out to them. So that's how it's done. But I just expanded into bong charms and yes. this is what I'm very very excited about yeah I love where the cannabis industry is going I think that there's so much potential for it um I used to smoke a little bit last year yeah um I don't anymore but I definitely see a huge potential for where cannabis is going and where marijuana is going so I was like I really want to do this and it's the same thing I just put a hook on a bong and hang some you know a lighter holder or a cute little weed charm or like a little Pikachu or something um and yeah, so I'm selling wholesale to smoke shops. Soon I can maybe sell to like a distributor or something. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. That's I think so- I could even launch a Kickstarter for that. Yeah. We'll see though. Now, what's kind of like your five to 10 year vision for yourself? Oh my goodness. Just overall, um, like where are you going to be living? What's the business looking like? In what's five your life years, like? I would definitely want to be somewhere warm. I'm not meant to stay in the Midwest. Where? Texas? Uh, Florida? Florida. I want to be by a beach. Like yeah. that's my dream. I'd love to be at a beach uh, where I can run my business, at least Char Charms and Mong yep. Charms. You know, I don't have to be hands-on with yep. those two businesses. I can do my virtual meetings every single day with our team run the marketing, do what we need to do. So that would be the goal for that. And with when it comes to insurance and sales, I love it. And I see myself, you know, growing with that with the next couple of years. Yeah. But I don't think it's a forever thing. Yeah. I think it's a for now. It's a vehicle. Thing. Yeah, it's a vehicle. A vehicle to fund that bigger vehicle that'll fund the vehicle you don't even know is exactly. next. Exactly. So that's kind of like the long term. I don't even like to think like for charge harms, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I have an idea one month and then the next month something changes. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't do that. Are you more into cars or houses? Like would you rather have a, like a really dope car or dope ass house? Probably a house. I yeah. think of cars like what's the point of your car? Yeah. It's to get you from A to B. Yeah. So, so like if a guy drives by and like revs his car, that doesn't that doesn't work. No, no. it doesn't. Not on me. <laughs> <at least. laughs> I don't okay. know who that works on. It's, I, I don't do know, know if I've some... ever seen some girl like, oh, that was such a great rev. I'm coming. Yeah, I don't think the rev <laughs> works. <laughs> I'm on my way. I think it's maybe a nicer car. Yeah. Right. Okay. I love Porsches. That's like I cannot wait to get a Porsche or an yeah. Audi or a BMW. But I'm not getting that until it makes sense for me financially. Yeah. Like passive income. Right. It's not my own money because mm-hmm. every dollar I make right now straight into the business yeah that's the way to do it that's how i need or investments who's your favorite like mentor somebody you look up to somebody you like you plug into for just advice shit like that well i have a mentor who's that his name is bob he's fantastic i met him uh through like an incubator yeah which like helps small businesses but he's my mentor and what's he do he just invests in businesses. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he was on the Chicago Archangels team, but his name is Bob Easter. He's amazing. Shout out to Bob because I love that guy. He's great. Um, but he invests in a lot of businesses. So, you know, I just talk to him about Char Charms yeah. weekly. Um, and he knows what investors are looking for, even if it's not to the point where, like, that's what I want to do with Char Charms is get investors. But I think having that perspective of, like, where I should be going yep. is good. I think... Another person, I mean, I listen to a lot of like entrepreneurship podcasts, entrepreneurs on fire, yeah. you know, that's just yeah, one like of them. Yeah, who's a person you look up to the most? Um, well, I really, really align with the founder of Spanx. Oh my gosh, her name isn't even com- coming to me. 
but I Sarah think Blakely. Sarah Blakely. Oh, That's okay. her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is she a country singer too? And, and no, I think that might be a different Sarah. <laughs> I'm not sure. No, but the founder of Spanx had a very similar background, like started in door to door sales. Yeah. Had this idea, like hustled really hard, and she just sold her company for like a billion dollars. That's she's actually on my um like I have like a a a poster yeah and it's like all my you know what i want to be and she's was on the cover of forbes yeah and i was like i'm gonna be that so that's dope yeah i know that's who i look up to so with that do you have a favorite book to kind of tie into that not necessarily like with sarah blakely specifically, not, not with her specifically but just like in general with the whole like entrepreneurship thing and wanting to become a better person the one book that actually got me started on like all the self-development stuff was such a simple book it's called like you are a badass i read it on a plane it was i think sarah talks about that book really i want to say she talks it's a fantastic book it's the easiest read ever and it's you realize like oh my gosh i can do this and that really just got me started in everything and now i read other self-development books but i'm much more of a podcast listener what's your favorite podcast i have a lot um, I listen to a lot of those like motivational speech podcasts. Yeah. Do you ever listen to those? Maybe uh, maybe a, a Where few. it's like it's been a long time. They wake up at five AM. You can do this too. Like Wes Watson or something. I, like yeah, that. stuff like that. And they just have a bunch of random people on there and talk like it's just motivational stuff. So I'll listen yeah. to that on my way to work and like get hyped up. Yeah. So but uh educational podcast wise, anything that has to do with like product startups entrepreneurs small businesses yeah. business startups that's like my go-to because that's what i do yeah um i don't really listen to a lot of sales podcasts do yep. you no not not as much when i first started that's all i did was listen to sales books podcasts read sales books read our scripts so mm-hmm. first first year and a half two years but i've been leadership books and self-development books i think you're onto that phase now yeah yeah it's with been the whole a, leadership it's thing. been a long time coming with that now that's exciting absolutely thank you um what about traveling you like to travel sometimes yeah actually me and my boyfriend we love traveling so we are going to tennessee we just got back from new york we went to miami in december yeah so it's like once you find someone you can travel with yeah and that you don't argue with yeah you can like that's the that's that's the number one thing yeah exactly don't argue with exactly it's like okay we can travel every single month we can go every other month yeah and it's like it's so easy when you can do it with someone that you it's easy to do it with yeah you know where there's no issues i feel like i'm a little bit more dominant so i'll be like okay we're gonna go here and then here and then here yeah. i kind of like do the planning and he just like goes along with it of course you know everything is equal but yeah i love i love traveling what's he do he's in real estate okay so yeah. i found we're both entrepreneurs yeah. it's very interesting in the entrepreneurship dating world yeah but he has his own real estate business he does wholesale real estate yeah so they buy you know foreclosure pre-foreclosure and then they sell to investors okay which is pretty cool um but i met him like a year ago almost a year ago Dope. yeah it's been awesome though yeah and i'm sure do you, do you have a girlfriend i, d- I don't i did you have know. a girlfriend oh yeah. is this recent somewhat i mean we're still good friends okay. so but uh we broke up last june oh July. okay oh so a year ago yeah oh okay was she an entrepreneur kind of she like makes music Okay. So well, I feel like that's like an entrepreneur. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure you know, like dating in the entrepreneurship world is so different. Yeah. You can't just date someone who like does a normal job. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's hard. So I think I was lucky, but 
if when I was dating, it's like my Tinder bio was like looking for guys who work 80 hours a week, you yeah. know, to attract those people because that's yeah. who I want to date. I feel like most guys are just stupid. They'll be like, yeah, I work 80 hours a week. No, I actually got so many impressive guys. Like, for real? Yeah, like tech guys. Yeah. Like in the city. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I was genuinely impressed. Yeah, that actually is impressive. Like especially if they were like honest, I feel like guys will say anything. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're just intimidated too. Yeah. Like they don't want to put themselves in that position. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think if you're a girl out there and you want to date an entrepreneur, yeah. you actually have to like put that out there that you want to date an entrepreneur. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to get a basic old normal yeah. person who works nine to five which there's nothing, yeah, wrong, there's nothing with. wrong with that. nothing yeah but if you're an entrepreneur and you want another one yeah you gotta you ask probably for like it. need another one because they might start getting like mad at you or something that I you're only, working so much yeah i only see my boyfriend once a week yeah you ain't gonna and we've dated for 10 months once yep. a week that's it yes it's hard yeah but it honestly kind of makes it more exciting though too. i like it yeah it kind of makes it more exciting yeah you know, it's because it's like it's, things can get worn out you know if you're just like Oh, tw like those couples I don't know how they do it if they're like with each other 24-7 you, you know what I mean like you're gonna get annoyed with each other yeah I know especially if it's gonna be like a forever thing like you guys got forever <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah you can calm down make, a little make, bit make, make me miss you yeah exactly you know? what about favorite like restaurants do you have any like restaurants you've like no, fallen in love with not really do you have any favorite like foods I like Tropical Smoothie Cafe have you ever tried yeah, that place yeah I think I just ordered from there the it's other day it's so like good this. you have to get the green smoothie oh see I like this white chocolate fruit smoothie something. oh I don't no know. Get, get the detox island green it's so good yeah and it's healthy too I know you're probably like, not trying to cut right now. Yeah, no. So I'm just, especially with my nutrition, he's like, just eat, eat more. And mm. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's so good. That place is like my favorite. I uh, I won a giveaway for Bubba Koo's burritos. Yeah. They were like three free months of burritos. I like entered their Instagram Dude, I saw giveaway. that on your story. Something about some burritos. <laughs> and I was like, are these burritos any good? I love tacos. If I'm going to do a cheat, okay. like I'm, I'm going to probably have a cheat meal after this at four. Mm. I'm actually going to need to order that soon. And I'm gonna do some tacos just from this yard house right down. Right okay. Down here. You should try. Do you I, like tacos? Yeah, I love, I like tacos. love tacos. I like the quesadillas though. If I go to Chipotle, I'll get a quesadilla with chicken. I'm trying to think if these are hard shell or no. It's like a this. soft, you know, you, quesadilla. I, well, no, oh, I'm the thinking tacos? of the tacos that I get. I'm pretty sure they're soft shell, but they still put it in more of like a taco Shape. format, opposed to like like the quesadillas. They just yeah yeah they press it. yeah if you ever go to bubba Coos, it's actually really good yeah. since i won the giveaway i feel like i have to you plug them it. yeah you gotta use like, it you gotta guys, plug them go there absolutely it's really good do you have a sweet tooth at all yeah desserts? I do. what's your favorite dessert um like ice cream sandwiches i freaking growing love. up in arkansas they had vanilla ice cream sandwiches like vanilla on the outside yeah really like a vanilla cookie i've never seen that it was fire that sounds you know cookies and cream outside would be good yeah, that would they be dope. They don't have that, though. Yeah, that would be dope. That, one of my favorite candies is that cookies and cream bar. Really? You know what I'm talking I, that about? That was one of my, fi my favorites when I was a kid, but what? I don't eat that anymore. Yeah, I'm not a big candy, but I am, like, I've been really good on not having I've probably had maybe seven or eight desserts over the last eight months. That's amazing. I but, just had Culver's yesterday. But, well, this is, like, my first time dialing in nutrition. You've, okay. had, you've been dialed in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like... I've been able to get really, really lean, like veins through the stomach and everything like that. But I was like 140 pounds. You know what I mean? I was like, it's like a girl, you know? So I'm like, I was like, this is not fun. I guess was, not. As, not I for you. as I reflect back, I was like, you know what I mean? Being 5'10", 5'11", 100, like that's like really, scary. I don't mm -hmm. know. How, when you looked at UFC fighters, it's like the only thing I watched and they're like my height and they're like 155. I'm like, looking at me now, I'm like, I do not look that big. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, how are we the same height and they're 
30 pounds less than I am, 40 pounds less than I am right now. Yeah. But I could only get there and I could eat whatever I wanted. I could only do that by running every day, but also doing a HIIT workout. So you talk That's about... That's not even worth it. Yeah. So it's almost like... I don't even know if it's worth it. Is it sustainable? Because really not. Cause it's just hyper metabolism plus, you know, being young, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's honestly not that fun. Whereas like now putting on muscle mass and not, I have done like no cardio outside of the jujitsu, which I know is a decent amount of cardio yeah. still, but like coming from like running hardcore every day to like where I'm at now, I would still say I'm under, I got to be under 15% body fat. That's good. I would imagine. That's pretty you would solid. Probably know better, better than I do. But yeah, maybe I have no idea. Tristan, take your shirt off. I, f- I feel like I got to be under like <laughs> yeah, 15. Because if, if I stand up and like flex, everything's like, for the most part, pretty, pretty cut. And I'm like. That's solid. But where I used to be was like I had to run a mile every day. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Where I like it better now where it's like. Well, now you're on test. So yeah, I'm sure that's helping test will, test will just build your abs out. Right. That's another thing I get past people are like, oh, you just run tests. I'm like, well, I run 200 million. Connor was telling me he was running like. 2000 or something a week like a thousand milligrams of test mix it mix some trend in mix some d-ball in take this other thing and i was like these people don't know like they what you could re- yeah what you could really fucking do and he had to work it wasn't like he just took it and just woke up and was just yoked out of his mm-hmm. mind like you actually got to put some effort in it's an enhancement you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's, it's, it's an enhancement but it ain't like a oh you're just gonna wake up you know what i mean like my my other boy he just got on test and he looks like shit right now oh my god and he's like he's been he just looks like shit he doesn't work out i was like you're not just gonna get on it and just like yeah all of a sudden and have like yeah, be ripped and huge like, if yeah, anything exactly. you, you may just you may want to just have a little more action but that's it <laughs> you know definitely um do you have any favorite movies any hobbies outside of like what you do no honestly like right what now, are your hobbies now i don't even have hobbies you it's can't a, really when you're building a business yeah i mean every day in those is, first phases you can't really have any every hobbies. day it's i love lifting so i'll lift in the morning that's yeah. kind of like i gotta stay healthy and are then, you a journal lifter uh, no what, there's only like are, one journal lifter in the gym when i yeah, go that's Most i feel like aren't. every gym and i get like worried i'm like should is that I the key? Be? But then I look at him and not, they don't always look. Right. Very Sometimes rarely jacked, one will be though. like jacked. He'll have like three hoodies on. And I'm like, nah, that's just D-ball. <laughs> fuck, fuck, <laughs> I do think tracking your lifts is huge. I don't. I just lift to like be healthy. Yeah. And like stay active. And if you, I would say if you're running things and you actually want to get stronger, lift your main three lifts. Whatever yeah. you actually want to get stronger in, bicep curls, chest, and whatever, shoulders, I don't know. Yeah. Lift, make sure you're tracking those workouts. Um, and so that means week after week, okay, cool, now I can curl the 50s, or now I can curl the, curl the 60s. Yeah. You know? Um, so track what actually matters to you. You don't have to track everything. But yeah, right now, it's just like lift, work, I'll be at home one day a week and just like do squat random home stuff but yeah. yeah i don't really have a lot of hobbies right now you really can't i still don't you know really i, I, I got jujitsu and movies okay That's what kind what of I, movies do you like pretty much action i'm a typical guy okay. where it's like if someone's not dying I, don't ask me to watch do you them. like horror movies that is an absolute no really i no. hate horror movies That's an absolute no i can't watch them i get traumatized yeah, I, I have like nightmares i have so yeah i have like trauma from from growing up more my dad would come home drunk every night and just beat the shit out of everybody with like and this one time he did it with like a wolf mask on and like oh i'm God. just not good. i'm just not good Tristan, with like, yeah no like, that's I, not good yeah no a little bit of trauma not not as bad as losing a parent i always tell my ex i was like you know because that was that's my way of being empathetic with people I'm like well like could be worse i'm, I'm like worse empath- 
the okay. worst emo- i'm like yeah well at least you know this didn't ha- i'm the worst that's probably like one of the reasons i don't have a girlfriend <laughs> but i'm the wor- i'm the worst with emotions i'm just like could be worse let's go work like that's all that's all i know you know what i mean yeah if you're making money yeah. I mean, that'll I'm attract like, oh the girls no, for the, a time no, being yeah no i don't i i try to actually kind of be like broke if i'm on dinner i'm i'm more like don't I don't put my business out there because I, I don't want one. I don't want the wrong because you, you could find some crazy, you know, and then have some Amber Heard situation. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, have you been following that at all? Ah, uh, not really. I just I've get the little it. news alerts or yeah. the podcast I listen to. Oh, really? They talk about it. Yeah, they'll talk about it. Rogan, I've seen it on Logan TikTok, Paul. but we got to shout out Logan Paul, too. I don't know if we could get you, dude. If you if you could check out, check us out. Check out Char Charms, Logan Paul. All right. get- <laughs> if he shout, do you know how quick your business would blow up if he yeah, shout out? Yeah, seriously, we get like charms? a prime charm on a water bottle. That's what I want to do, right? That would be dope, right? Dude. If you get like a prime logo charm yeah. and put that on a water bottle, that'd be so cool. I'd blow you up. Awesome. What's the hardest? I feel like we kind of already opened up with this, but I always like to ask just to clarify the hardest adversity you've had to overcome in your whole life. Um, even though losing my mom was hard it's been harder to go through starting a business and being so like isolated. You are so surrounded by so many people because you've built something. I I always tell people that is, I respect people like you so much more that can be isolated and not, because imagine being in insurance and not being around anybody. You're just making calls all day long. Mm -hmm. That's what building a business is like. Yeah. You're just doing all day long with no one there to encourage you. You're just this, this sucker right here. Just telling you it's hard. This sucks. This sucks. You suck. Mm -hmm. You're not going to, you know what I mean? Like just so many negative things you got to fight. Right. So that was probably, it's probably the hardest thing because I lost so many friends that didn't understand it. And I would like hang out with them and all I could talk about is my business and that's because that's what's going on in my life. But I've lost really good friends and like that's probably the hardest thing that happened to me because now it's like, yes, I'm building new friends, but losing friends and then being so isolated in this beginning part of the journey is probably the hardest thing that I've had to do. And wins move me forward, but then my mind has to move me forward even if I don't have those wins. So it's it's tough but i know that i'll get through it and i know char charms will blow up eventually bong charms is going to be huge and i know i can be a really good sales agent it's just like practice you have to just do the work when it comes to sales and the more that you're doing it the better that you get at it absolutely right repetition repetition so it's like okay 10 appointments a day let's run them i'll get five you know i'll sell two and like it's such a numbers game but if i can talk to a couple people every single day like week by week i know okay charlotte like i'm actually getting way better yeah. so the confidence builds yeah, when absolutely. you are doing the work even though like maybe you have three days that sucks and everyone like hangs up the phone on you and they don't want to talk to you but yeah i'm very nice to people so yeah. i do get like nice shutdowns that's the key. which is good my mom always told me you get more in life with sugar than salt. Just be sweet to people. Yeah. Be kind. That's true. What else do you want to shout out? Is there anything else on your mind? Go buy some Char Charms, you guys. Go. Please buy the Char Charms. <laughs> Charcharms.com. We'll make, well, Aiden, let's let's mark down. Let's make a uh, highlight around the Char Charms that when we cut it up, how we do those highlights. That way we can set her one. That'd Adver- be so cool. Advertising the Char Charms. So let's. If we haven't already, let's make this. I like should have brought you a water bottle. Yeah, that would have been dope. That would have been nice. Darn, I'm sorry. Then we'll do another one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I want to build around the podcast over the next five, ten years of doing five, three. Five, ten years? Yeah, yeah, minimum. Like, it'll be a lifelong podcast. Oh, but my gosh. I want to do 
you know, like checkups like every other year. Oh, like, that's cool. Bring you on like, hey, look, you know, we and we'll look, we'll like pull it up and be like, remember two years ago we were talking about Char Charms yeah. and, you know, you had only risen X amount of money and now you're psh, millions. You got that's on Forbes. Crazy. You know, it'll be cool. It's like your, it'll be like your own documentary. I'm going to sell you back your own documentary. Like, <laughs> that <laughs> would be awesome. a piece awesome. of your documentary. I need 50,000. That would be, I'll buy it. At that point, I'll <laughs> yeah. be able to buy it. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> be like, yeah. I want this on film. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, my goal is to be on Forbes 30 under 30. I don't know if that's one of your goals. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I, I mean, it would have to be without like, cause I want to be a billionaire by 30. So. Oh, then I just figured I'll be like, on it. Let me just shoot so high that if I do fall, like point zero one percent then i'll hit the million yeah definitely so well i actually did hit the million gross yay yes. so that's huge that was the that was the 1099 uh video you saw so we're partnership we did 2.6 million last year it's my fifth year in insurance so 1.3 hmm. was roughly roughly mine but every mm -hmm. dollar went back into the business i honestly made more profitable money the year before you mentioned that being, that's crazy yeah being a being a managing director so every lead all of this, just everything. Just it's cost money, things. but yeah. you're building. Exactly. The book of business on the back end, I mean, it's built tremendously just off that first year. We, we did incredible things. So exciting. Awesome. Exciting well, I'm excited things. for both of us. Yeah, very this exciting. is going to be huge. Yeah, we're both growing is. and we're both building. Yes. That's the best part. So Char, I yes. always almost go Charlotte. You can say Charlotte. It's okay. I, I honestly think of that that movie charlotte's web everyone like, says that right? yeah Do you get kind of pissed no it's no? okay because that's the only way they know how to spell my name yeah charlotte's web okay dope all right char so <laughs> this was dope this was episode 63 i think maybe 63 64 around there i can't really count make sure you guys check out the char charms it was a pleasure having you on let's get a pick peace thank you